Cody Alexander, welcome to another episode of the Art of X show. We're talking about the 49ers game plan against the Cowboys. What were they trying to do? How did they do it? It was a masterpiece put together by the 49ers defensive staff. Essentially, number one thing they wanted to do, eliminate CeeDee Lamb. Once you eliminate CeeDee Lamb from the passing tree, it makes it really difficult for Dak to get off of CeeDee Lamb and work to other receivers. He doesn't trust the other receivers. He may trust Dalton Schultz just a little bit, but again, Dalton Schultz is not going to give you those big chunk plays down the middle of the field, outside. It doesn't matter. He's just not going to do that for you. One of the biggest things they did, and they showed it early, and we'll show you tons of clips, is they closed off the middle of the field now they did it in multiple ways they can run cover three and stack a safety really high but they also did it through what i call run throughs they were having defenders run through the middle of the field kind of like you would in tampa now we get i've got a clip of cover six quarter quarter half where we get a run through i've got a clip of tampa where we get a run through but i also have a clip of a cover three where we get a run through by a defender through the middle of the field tracking cd lamb now the cowboys really wanted to line up CeeDee Lamb at the number three receiver in their three-by-one alignment. Now, they did some things later in the game where they started motioning him to get him kind of isolated, but used more or less just option routes underneath. In fact, he only ran three routes past 10 yards. And you could argue that for a number one receiver like that, why are they not trying to get him in one-on-one situations? That didn't happen until middle of the third quarter when they got into 12 personnel, lined him up outside, and ransom play action uh that's where we get the deep bomb uh early uh, middle of the third quarter and then we get a stutter comeback later in the game so they really only attempted to do that twice they never moved him around and sometimes this happens in these games where you have a very curated game plan and i i i don't think people understand that aspect of the nfl is that a lot of times these are very curated game plans and they can't just have a grab bag of things like hey do you remember in week three when we did this hey let's run that right here if it's not on the call sheet it's probably not going to get ran it coaching is a is just as much about trust as it is about the actual implementation of a scheme do you trust your guys to get open do you trust the these plays to be run correctly and so when you play a team like the 49ers you want to set the tone running the ball trying to be physical at the point of attack well that just wasn't working for the cowboys so their run game essentially were these short passes you can really tell that they don't necessarily trust Dak to go from his first read all the way through his progression to the fourth read and you're running up against one of the better defensive lines in the NFL and the 49ers so it wasn't one of these game plans where it's like okay we're going to just you know we're going to send CD Lamb down the middle of the field uh, we're going to run him deep on these deep crossing routes Dak's going to get this play action he's going to go the run game wasn't there the 49ers weren't taking the bait and they were really holding true to closing off that middle of the field with these runs throughs the other thing that that did is they wanted Dak to throw into these contested windows they wanted Dak to make those NFL elite quarterback throws you can tell from the beginning that they just didn't think that Dak could do it 
sure, we're going to give up all these low throws and we're going to play top-down coverage, but you are not going to throw down the field into these tight windows because we don't think you can. And that, to me, was the biggest mark for Dak. You know, Cowboys have a lot of questions to look at. They've got his contract. And he's got a lot of dead money in the next couple of years. They've got to find a way. Do we add people around him we've got to give cd lamb some help cd lamb to me just is not a number one receiver if he was a number one receiver you'd put him outside and you'd let him win one-on-ones you wouldn't wait to the middle of the third quarter to do that and so to me you can really tell what the coaches think about the cowboys and their personnel from the game plan and then also you know on the other side what the 49ers thought the 49ers thought that they could control the front with their four their four down linemen they could. They were going to close the middle of the field off from Dak. We're not going to let you have CeeDee Lamb running down the middle of the field free. We're going to make you throw into contested windows, tight windows. You're going to lock on to CeeDee Lamb, and then once we take him away, who are you going to go? I've got a great example of him uh, in his pick that he threw on that late comeback. Now, horrible route by the receiver. The receiver doesn't even come back. But, again, it goes to show you he never thought he was going to get the ball. That ball was always going to go to the middle of the field. Well, they closed that off. Now he's got to come late to this, this comeback. And as we know, don't throw late outside. That's going to get picked. The cornerback ends up getting that. And then now we've got two picks from Dak. We've got it on a tip ball on a uh, option route by lamb. And then we've got the comeback and those two really were devastating, especially the one on the option route in this contested window. He, he had one-on-one in the red zone, what he wanted with CD lamb on Fred Warner. He pops back out. Jimmy Ward didn't even attempt to go and work, uh, attempt to go and work with the out route. They were playing cover two over the top of that. Warner was going to take lamb. Now, Fred Warner, if you can see the image, I put Warner equals an alien. So they they are allowed to do some things that other NFL teams are not when they play the Cowboys. And when you have a guy that can essentially defend CeeDee Lamb, your number one receiver, man-to-man, and he can also plug the box, you've got a lot of issues. But again, that's why he is the alien. That's why he's the best player at his position in the NFL by far. It's not not even close. So he they wanted to make the other receivers win the game and they just could not so the cowboys couldn't run the ball so what do they do they throw a lot of things short right we're going to just throw all these short routes that's essentially what we're going to get you know they're using cd lamb on what i call a leverage bubble they're just reading the leverage they're throwing the bubble let cd lamb be an athlete and run okay they're motioning from three by one to two by two and then having them run some option routes underneath a, a deeper receiver push the coverage and then force the 49ers to tackle they're one of the better tackling teams in the nfl they that and that play right into the game plan of what they wanted okay we're going to send cd lamb through the middle of the field early in the game we're going to see if we can win that that battle we couldn't okay so you can see early on what the plan was for the 49ers 49ers had a good plan for the Cowboys they were going to force Dak to be an elite quarterback and he couldn't do that and so to me that's what all these clips are really going to show you at the end we're going to look at CD Lamb's route chart go through it and you will see that what they were trying to do in Dallas was let's let C.D. Lamb catch the ball and run. Let's They're going to play zone coverage. Let's try and take advantage of that, and it just didn't work. Dak ended up throwing two picks. The 49ers are now going to the championship game to face the Eagles. Let's get into some film.
first passing down of the of the game for the Cowboys. We've got a second and 14. We've got a double A gap pressured front. So everything looks like right now that we're going to get pressure. You can see Zeke is in front of the quarterback, so he has access to the A gap. We have a mug safety on the back side. We have a three-by-one alignment with C.D. Lamb at number two. Now, post-snap, what we're going to get is we are going to get Ward to work outside of Lamb. So again, remember, Lamb's at number two. We're going to get him to work outside. What we're going to have, and I love this, I thought the 49ers did a great job of closing the middle of the field, regardless of what their coverage was. So right now, we're going to have one-on-one alignment to the receiver up to the top, number 13. And we're going to get the mug safety, the, the safety to the running back. He is going to do slingshot through to the middle of the field. What this allows these linebackers to do is get to their spot. So we're going to have Warner, instead of running through the middle of the field, he's going to settle around about 10 yards deep on the hash. We're going to get the other linebackers sling to the numbers and sit on top of the running back. So right now, as Zeke is dropping back, he's got a four-man rush. He's looking, where can I go? I've got a tight end outlet right here at about seven yards to my right. I've got a running back outlet a real low to my left. I've got all of those guys capped. If I look at the deep stop route by number one to my right, I've got a corner on top. I've got Jimmy Ward in the window on the bottom. I've got a safety running through, roboting. We call that roll back into CeeDee Lamb with a safety on top. There is nowhere for him to go, so he throws the deep out. Luckily, he gets the ball there, and it is a completion. I put this in here in this breakdown and talk about this because this is going to illuminate what the 49ers plan was. The plan was we are going to send a pole runner through because all Dallas wants to do is run CD land vertical through the middle. They guessed right on the game plan. And this is the first look that we get to it here on this second and 14 early in the first quarter. Here we are later in the first quarter. We're going to get our third down. We're going to get a two back set We've got a four down front presentation. We're going to get a boss presentation. So we've got our four defensive linemen. We've got bigs on same side. They're stacked to the running back to the weak side. We've got a two by one alignment. CD lamb again is in the slot. We're going to have Warner who's going to mug the B gap. That is a typical look for the 49ers away from the boss front is to have Warner sit there. He's going to run what I call a coffee house stunt. So you're going to get a boss alignment everybody's going to dog rush to the boss side, meaning that I'm attacking my man down the center and then I've got a two-way go off of him. I just have to get free. We're going to have the defensive end rip into the middle of the formation and we're going to have Warner run what I call a coffee house. Now the 49ers do a lot of dropouts with Warner and so right now he's just going to flash and then he's going to work the edge The Cowboys do a great job of picking it up, and we also have the hug rush from the nickel who's going to jam Lamb, and then he's going to work through. Like about this, again, going back to our very original clip, we are going to get a run through through the middle. So what we actually get is a two under three deep. It looks like a hot pressure. We've got Mufungo working to kind of zone and get in the window of number one. And then we've got our linebacker running through the middle of the field with a safety on the cap next to him. And then we've got a corner on the deep comeback. This is the first interception for Dak. 
Dak is looking right at Lamb. He sees that this was always going to go to Lamb. He sees that the linebacker is rolling underneath of him. He's got a safety cap. So what does he do? He turns late to the comeback, and he just throws the comeback. It's a lazy route by the receiver. He gives up on the route. He doesn't think he's going to get the ball. And now we've got a pick, and the 49ers now have the ball in the red zone. So, again, going back, third down, boss front, Warner's opposite of the boss. He's going to coffee house. We end up getting a five-man pressure. It turns into a six-man pressure with Ward coming off the edge on a hug rush. We've got two on Lamb. We've got one-on-one outside. And Dak decides to throw it late into the boundary. Corner picks it off. And now the 49ers have the ball in the red zone. Here's another example of Warner running through the middle of the field. Here, the Cowboys attempt to go empty. We're going to get what looks to be man coverage across the board. It looks like it's going to be cover one. We've got our, you know, I call it bulls. So we've got our two backers in the B gap with an odd front uh, kind of stacked opposite. It's the exact same thing as a mug presentation. What we get here is we're going to get uh, what I call two roll and, but it's going to be a Tampa variation because we're going to get Warner running through the middle. This is the one where Warner uh, Warner is right there underneath make forces Dak to throw over the top and it ends up almost hitting Warner right in the back. But again, it goes to show you lamb at number three, we've got another receiver outside. We've got the running back outside they're trying to give a different presentation over here but lamb is still at three and three by one we get a nice simulated pressure by the 49ers and we get warner running through the middle uh mafunga's working to the top over here on on the three by one side to the deep half and we have an inverted two to the two receiver side but again we've got another example of warner or somebody a defender running through the middle of the field getting underneath lamb forcing throws to go high or forcing Dak to go somewhere else what's the cowboys answer so the cowboys decide a, a lot of the times to run these really short routes they're either going to run leverage bubbles which i'll talk about here in a second or they run these little snag options off of this well the 49ers understand that and right now you see on the snap so we've got three by one or three by two, it's an empty set. Again, we got Lamb at number three, Schultz at number two. We've got Warner, and it's the red zone, so he doesn't have to pop out of there really quickly. He doesn't have to fly out. He knows that it's probably not going to get be some vertical route. Once he sees Lamb kind of sit down, he's going to squat right on top of it. It's perfect coverage. And then you've got Ward, who once he sees that out route, he knows that, okay, well, I've got a, a cover too. I'm not really worried about it. I'm going to sit in that window, and I'm going to run. It's a clamp, right? So we're going to clamp down on the option route. And right now, boom, steps right in front of Dak Prescott. Dak doesn't even see him. He assumes he's going to chase the out route, and he throws to Lamb. And it ends up being a, a tip drill to Warner, who then runs down the sideline. Now it's the 49ers ball. So the Cowboys finally get into the red zone. They feel like they've got something. This is a huge play for the 49ers because this game was so close. He sees that we're going to get this little jerk route, but it goes directly to Ward. Ward doesn't even honor the out route because he knows the corner's got him. And then the safety understands that, hey, I'm going to get this vertical route and we're going to force the throw deep and outside. Dak takes the bait, throws to Lamb, and ends up getting picked. 
Again, another three by one by the Cowboys, CD Lamb at number three. What we're going to get here is we're going to get a nub tight end. So we've got a tight end and running back to the bottom. We've got our three receivers up top. We've got Ward who's stacking on top of CD Lamb. They're going to get essentially just a cover two. Uh, we're going to get a, not even a play action, just a pulling guard to make it look like that. And all this is is a leverage bubble. Now, if you go and you look at the route tree, which we'll look, we'll look at here in just a second, all CD Lamb ran essentially was these option routes and these leverage bubbles. Here's a great example of a leverage bubble. And then they get him into space and just get him running. So they never really tried to take a shot with him unless it was through the middle of the field with Fred Warner. And then eventually in the last bit, and I'll show you these here in a second, they get him outside in these 12 personnel ISO positions and then finally throw the ball down the field. Other than that, they were using motion to three by one to two by two to try and get him isolated underneath and away from the middle of the field to where they, the 49ers were sending somebody through and, and covering those deeper routes. Another way the Cowboys were trying to get CeeDee Lamb open was to motion. So here again, we got a three by one alignment. Okay. Lamb at number three, again, he's going to motion across and we're going to get a two by two set. What that does is that takes, it takes the 49ers into a different coverage. Now we're going to get cover two and all he's going to do is run a little high, low scheme. Uh, I call it a sale with a, with a little jerk route, little option route. He posts up, gets open and it's an easy read for that. Now, again, if you go and look and we'll look at the passing chart for CD lamb here in a bit, but everything was really short. And then the only time that they took any kind of shots were late in the, late in the game, and that's what we're going to look at next. So here we are. It's later in the game, second half, and we finally get CeeDee Lamb isolated on a corner. And it takes them all this time to finally get to where CeeDee Lamb runs vertical routes. Now, CeeDee Lamb ran three vertical routes in that game. One of them was uh, a tip by Warner through the middle of the field. And then the other two were off of this look right here, 12 personnel, get them out wide, get them ISOed. It, you got the big play down the sideline, and then you've got this stutter comeback, which he catches. So again, it took them almost the entire game to then realize we probably need to get an ISO on him and attack these corners, much like Seattle had done the week before. Now, Seattle didn't have great success, but what they were able to do is they were able to get DK Metcalf isolated. And so there was this perceived success by Seattle going into the game that they had something on the 49ers that maybe the 49ers uh, could get taken advantage of on the outside. And here we have Lamb outside ISOed and he makes he makes a big play and a big first down for the Cowboys. So here's the big ISO conversion by CeeDee Lamb out of 12 personnel. We're middle of the third quarter and we finally get CeeDee Lamb isolated on a corner. All they're going to run is a little play action out of 12 personnel. They know that they've got CeeDee Lamb isolated on the outside and they're going to throw the big play. But again, this took all the way to, to the middle of the third quarter for them to start moving him around to get him isolated outside of going from three by one to two by two to try and get him some underneath routes. But here we go. Large chunk play off of 12 personnel play action iso this is what everybody had been screaming about uh since the the seattle game try and do this on the 49ers try and do this on the 49ers dallas waits until middle of the third to finally do it let's take a look at cd lamb's passing chart which really illustrates one the plan for the cowboys and two what the 49ers were trying to do early in the game here's our run through right here through the middle of the field early in the game they noticed okay every time we send somebody through the middle of the field 
we've got the 49ers running right there with him. We can't do that. So they wait until the third quarter to finally bring him down uh, and isolate him one-on-one against a corner. And we get a big play and we get a comeback that ends up being almost a 20-yard gain. Other than that, we don't get anything past 10 yards. C.D. Lamb didn't, and his yak isn't even past 10 yards. So the whole entire game, he's just running all these short routes, these little option routes, trying to get open underneath, and they don't want Dak to throw down the field. And so it shows you what the 49ers were trying to do. They were going to mirror C.D. Lamb. They were going to take him away from the game. And the only way the Cowboys were able to get him in an ISO position was to go 12 personnel and to put them in there. But again, if you think about that, that really limits the playbook for the Cowboys. So they can't just, you know, personnel wise, just go 12 personnel for the entire game just so that they can throw the ball. It kind of makes it more predictable. Also, when your running game isn't working like it wasn't for the Cowboys, those 12 personnel, the first couple times you do that, especially if you do it early, now they kind of have an understanding and now they understand, hey, we can win with the four up front and then we can now put everybody back into coverage so the 49ers had a game plan where they were gonna they essentially were going to take cd lamb out of the game now he ends up with 117 yards so on paper if you read in box scores if you're box score watching you say okay well he did he did a fantastic job but remember uh, almost 50 yards of that came off of one play and so we get this large chunk play that's about 47 yards and then we get this other chunk play that's about uh what 18 yards so do the math most of his most of his he, off of those two catches later in the game from ISO positions. Now imagine if they would have had him at the by one side and they were able to do some other things and manipulate that. Otherwise everything was trying to be yak, yak, yak. And that just wasn't working against the 49ers who go up against an offense that are the yak Kings. So again, I thought it was a great game plan by the 49ers, they knew exactly what they were doing, and the Cowboys really had no answer. They were force-feeding the ball to Lamb, and they really didn't have anybody else step up to make a play. Dak throws two picks, and the game's over.